Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life is a Story. My name's Taylor. Uh, if you didn't find us on social media, you can find us on social media by following uh, on Instagram. It is at the number one, Life is a Story. And on Facebook, it's Life is a Story. It's the name of the page. So you can fo- find us on there. Uh, today, I'm here with... My Lewis. name is Lewis. Yeah, and today I will be talking to you about my story. Um, Life Creations Photography, that is my business. I'm a photographer. We're going to be talking about why I started, how I started, the process to now, to my studio. I got a small studio, and we're going to talk about, like, throughout this COVID process, is it worth it for me to continue on, and things like that, you know? We're going to let it roll and see what happens. All right. Well, let's get into this. So did you start, did you want to be a photographer before COVID started? Um, so I've been doing photography for about three years now, professionally. I've always liked photography. Like someone taking a picture, me seeing a random picture, I'm like, wow, man, how did they do that? How did they create that? Especially like landscape, you know. I know some of it is Photoshop, but there's a lot of work out there that's not Photoshop, and I am not a big fan of Photoshop. Yeah. Um, I feel like you should be able to take the best picture you can with a camera. Yeah. So Otherwise, just, otherwise it just doesn't seem genuine. Like I think Photoshop in itself is an art form, but you got to be able to separate the two things, I think. Correct, correct. Like, Don't get me wrong. I like Photoshop. I'm not a biggest fan about it because I think it manipulates the photo way too much. Like it's no longer a picture you took. It becomes more of like an art you made, you know, uh, you created this digital content. Now it, it wasn't a picture taken with a camera. You, you created this on your own, you know, that doesn't yeah. exist. What you did didn't, does not exist. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. It's like just drawing. Correct. Something. It's like drawing. Correct. Photoshop mm-hmm. is and Photoshop and photographers are combining it to the point where you're drawing on a on a photo. And yeah, it's cool, don't get me wrong, you know, people create amazing contents. But mm-hmm. that's not my style. My style is I believe a photographer should see something and take a picture of it. That some not everybody could create, you know, not everybody mm-hmm. could take a a great picture through the camera. Again, that's why they created Photoshop, and that's why a lot of people use Photoshop because they can't take that picture; they have to create it. Yeah, I started photography because I'm a correctional officer. So uh-huh. when I became a correctional officer, it was hard to turn off that switch, like go home and not think about the job. Because there's some things that you see in there that is like, wow, you know? And when you go home, you don't want to bring that stressful environment home. So I needed to figure out something on how to turn that switch off. What can I do so when I get home, I don't talk about it. I don't want to bring it home to my wife. I don't want to bring it home to my daughter. You got to distract your mind. Correct. I have to distract my mind completely. You ever tried like video games? I do, I do. I play a lot of video games, but I feel like video games, I know a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this, but I feel like video games is a waste of time sometimes, you know, unless you're doing it like professionally, you know, because mm-hmm. there are people getting paid out there, but... I mean, people might hate you. I mean, video games are fun. It Some is fun. Like, it is fun. It's not a waste of time if you're, if you're having fun, but at the same time, like, it's also you could not be productive. Doing, yeah, you could be doing a lot so. of other things that are more productive than that. 
Yeah. So I do game. You know, don't don't hate me, people. You know, I do game. I'm just not a pro, and I'm not a big gamer. I own maybe like three games, and I play the same games with my friends all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't play anything else. You know, it's Warzone. Nothing but yeah. Warzone with my friends. You know, right? It's more um, of a social thing. Correct. Yeah, but I understand. If that. if it, if I wasn't playing with my friends, I wouldn't be playing video games. You know, I'll. I'll Maybe like once in a blue a fighting game like Mortal Kombat or something because I grew up with it. You know, I yeah. used to play Mortal Kombat and the Sega. So, but to be honest, I don't play video games that much either. You know what I do do? Make podcasts. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, but again, that's productive. So that's fun, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it, that's podcast to you is like photography to me. Yeah. You see, mm-hmm. and that's why again I don't spend too much time on the video games so i needed to figure out how to distract my mind and i always like like i said i always like the the pictures of how somebody took something and it looks so amazing so i was like you know what i've always liked it and i bought myself a cheap camera the the most simplest dslr there is out there Ooh, Something to just start yourself. Just off. to start, yeah. Because yeah. I told myself, well, what about if I don't like it? Well, why am I gonna spend you know hundreds um, of dollars on this camera if right. I'm just it's gonna collect dust? Yeah. So that's how the this photography journey started. Mm-hmm. Once I got the camera. I couldn't stop taking pictures, you know, and I thought it was going to be a phase, you know, when you start something and you do it for a while and then you get bored of it and you throw it to the side. Yeah. Well, in this case, it wasn't that. I just started taking pictures of everything and I didn't know much about photography and there's so much behind photography. Like, okay, you take this picture, but did you really take it in the right angle? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you really take it in the right position? Was your camera setting right? Were your camera setting wrong? Because I was shooting on my camera and uh, nothing but auto. Everything was auto, 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 auto. Yeah. And a true photographer doesn't really shoot in auto. You know, you use manual, manual mode. You know, you set mm-hmm. your own ISO. You set your own aperture, you, your own shutter speed. You, you set everything as a photographer. Yeah. Because in auto, you're really just going to... You're gonna get the best picture that you, that the camera thinks Correct. you want, but Could, you, but as a when you're in manual, you get to decide how you want your picture. Correct. To come maybe out. I want it a little darker on this end, you know, maybe a little bit brighter on that end. Well, the camera doesn't know that if it's on auto. The camera's just gonna believe, hey, this is what you should be doing, and this is what I'm gonna give you. Yeah. But that's I, when YouTube came in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? Me, I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're still pretty young. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm young. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the midway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was shooting in auto, and I needed to figure out how to do manual, but there's yeah. this beautiful thing called YouTube, and yeah. YouTube, if you can't learn something from YouTube, man, you ain't doing it right. I'm no. sorry to say like, it. Everything has like five different tutorials. Like if one you're confused five, with. Forget it more one. because think how many, how many people are doing what you want to do and they're posting content. So you're going to have mm-hmm. hundreds of people telling you the same thing in a hundred different ways. Yep. So you just have to pick which one are doing it right, which one are doing it wrong mm-hmm. and go from there. Yeah. So <clears throat> it was it was a journey. I'm not going to lie. It was It was tough. 
um, because there's so much to learn. I felt like I wasn't grabbing it. I felt like I wasn't learning anything from YouTube because I'm a, more of a hands-on person, uh, one-on-one, uh, a classroom guy. I can't learn just by watching and sitting down and taking notes. I actually have to be like with a teacher and be like, hey, what's going on? All right. I break it down for me. I understand that. You know, I'm, I don't want to say like I'm a dummy, but that's yeah. the way I learn, you know? Show no, I, me and then I could do it. I feel you. That's why, that's why I came here. Yeah, to yeah. To learn more about. But then, so with me realizing that, what I did was I went to Tungsis and I mm -hmm. grabbed a crash course in photography. They had like a, a beginner's course. And when I got there, the teacher was like, well, do you want to teach a class? And I'm like, excuse me? He goes, yeah, you're answering everything right. And I'm <laughs> like, well, I don't know. He goes, this is a beginning class. I was like, well, I learned a lot of you from YouTube, you know? He yeah. was like, no, that's great. I was, He's like, I'm just joking with you. He was like, uh, but. How much would I get paid? Yeah, yeah right? Ask. <laughs> uh, but. The point of it was I was learning without realizing that I knew it. Once I got to that classroom setting and mm -hmm. the teacher was asking questions and showing stuff, and I was like, well, I already know that. Oh, I already know that, too. Well, the answer is this. The answer mm -hmm. is that. Don't get me wrong. I did learn some stuff from him, but most of it, I want to say like 75%, I already knew it. But I wasn't confident in myself from just learning from YouTube I yeah. guess I needed like a reassurance from a professional saying, hey, yeah, yeah. you're learning, yeah. you're yeah. doing it right, you know. But it was completely worth it because I got to meet other photographers. Yes, um, networking is all. Yes, networking is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And thanks to this photography stuff, I've met a bunch of wonderful people. And um, so during that class also has like a Facebook group that everybody that takes that class is in that Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And you can only be invited if you're from the class. So, you know, all the we're pretty tight when it comes down to the photography, the people in the class. Um, we still message each other. Hey, how was like we will post on the storyline. How was this picture? You know, what could we change? What can't we change? And you give your opinion there. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Mm. I'm, I feel like a, a lot of effort, a lot of thought has to go into making taking like the perfect picture not gonna say that there's like a perfect picture but like yeah yeah because it's like any other art form you, you you look at it and you're like what's because you could take a picture and i could take a picture of the same thing and it'll be two totally different pictures yeah we could have the exact same camera yep but and i'll give it see to... something different about what we're what are the what do you call it? The your view, your mind, view. the way it thinks. Yeah. You'll take the picture of it straight on, and I'll be like, nah, I don't like that. Hold yeah. on. Let me get on a ladder and take it a different angle. <laughs> or let me move down here and take a different angle. Mm -hmm. And it's the same exact picture. Yeah. You know, same camera, uh, just two different people, two different views. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say that my view is going to be better than yours. You know, your view could be better than mine's. But that's the great thing about photography. Everybody has their own view on how things should look. Yeah. Do you think do you think the use of filters on social media is kind of like I don't know, like, almost like like cheating when it comes to taking good pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. I mean, don't get me wrong, filters are good. Um to a certain point, um, because filters, 
so a lot of people don't understand that filters were when you make a filter is specifically for a picture not for every single picture that filter is going to work. Right. That's why I use Lightroom. In Lightroom, I could um, take control a little bit of the environment, of the colors. You know, is it cheating? Yeah, I wanna, you know, define <laughs> cheating. You know, I'm yeah, making yeah. it better. You know what I mean? It's not quite Photoshop. It's still, it, it, correct. <laughs> it's not Photoshop. The picture that you're seeing is completely real. Yeah. You know, it's there. You mm -hmm. know, if you go to that area, that area is there. Nothing's going to change other than, you know, maybe the colors are a little different. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's yeah, about it. But it depends on who you ask. Is it cheating? Yes, it is cheating because that's not how the picture came out from the camera. Yeah. No, it's not cheating because I'm giving it life. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. manipulate anything inside that photo you know like i didn't remove a tree i didn't put a car in there you know yeah so did i really cheat by just giving it color i guess that's a you know <laughs> what i mean question. so it's tough to answer is it cheating you know yeah. it could go both ways yeah I guess it's it's up to our viewers to decide. Correct. Right? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this yeah. is up to you to decide uh, if Photoshop or Lightroom, is it cheating, um, adjusting the color of an image? Lightroom, is that like an app or is it like a software? Yeah, correct. It's run by um, Adobe CC. Oh, okay. That's cool. why when you were saying about yeah. the Black Friday deal, I was like, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Because Photoshop is part of it. Lightroom yep. is part of it. And then they have... Illustrator. Correct. They have a whole bunch. Premiere Audition. Yep. What we're using. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> we are no, not sponsored. It's not sponsored. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, I wish it was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just a great program yeah, uh, that everybody knows about. If you want to give us some money, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cash app, <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bank account information is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so um, once I started learning, um, I learned the trick. Yeah. The trick to photography was shoot it in auto, look at those settings, go back to manual, put those settings in the manual, and then adjust from there. Okay. So I would take a picture and it'll say setting, let's just say one, two, three. Um, mm -hmm. Just this way I don't bore everybody with the photography right. terms right. or <laughs> anything like that. Right. So let's say it gave me setting one, two, three. Okay, that's good. But now I don't want one, two, three. That was my starting point. Now I know where to start. So in my manual mode, I put one, two, three. And then I would move it. Okay, maybe one needs to be the three, two needs to be the one, mm -hmm. and so on and so on. And then I would just keep playing and playing with it until I figure out this is what I want. And then maybe my settings end up being four, three, two, one. You know? Yeah. But it was a it was a great um, tip that I learned from YouTube. Start it. Put the camera in auto. Put those settings in manual. And then go from there. This way you have a base to start off at. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about how... Okay, so you've been doing this for about three years. Yeah, professionally with a professional camera, yeah. Okay. Um, so what did you do before the pandemic with it? 
were you just doing it like you said professionally but was it with a professional so, camera was it more like for fun or so it was more it was more again for because of the correctional officer job i wanted oh, right. to do yeah. i wanted to do um learn how to turn off that switch and get when i go home think about other things so that's why i picked up photography what did you what what was the correctional job like that's, I well i still do this, it but. I'm so a full so I'm a full time correctional officer and I'm a part time photographer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I say that I work, I was telling you that I work third shift. Third shift is my correctional, correctional officer, officer job, yeah. and then first shift is my photography job. You know. Okay. So I work around my schedule. I work around people's <laughs> schedules. So uh, photography is more of my part time. So it started as a hobby. You know, taking pictures of things and creating content. And out of nowhere, I had people inbox me. Hey, can you take my picture? How much do you charge? Um, how can we meet up? Yeah. And I was like, well, um, I've never charged before. Um, I don't know. And they were like, well, I'll pay you if you could take my birthday pictures, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Throw me 50 bucks. And they were like, yeah, that's right. it? $50? Because photography is expensive, you know? Yeah. And then... But I understand, like, the first time you're going to get paid, you, you you have that weird feeling. is like, what what is my art worth, though? Correct. So yeah. I told the person, hey, you're paying 50 bucks. I've never charged before. And you're basically going to get what you get for 50 bucks. You can't complain. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> I was like, if you could agree to those terms... Then cool, I'll take your pictures. If you cannot agree to those terms, yeah. and I'm not taking your picture, go find a real photographer, yeah. and get your picture taken. They were like, no, know. she she was completely happy. She was like, no, 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 it's fine. I've seen your work. Your work is great. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you know, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. But a lot of that was luck, you know, and mm -hmm. not a lot of skills because I'm still learning. And she was like, no, it's fine. 50 bucks, I'll do it. And I think she was more in love with the price than anything, to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure she shopped around for a photographer, and they hit her up with $100, $200. Right. You know, and she wasn't having it. Yeah. Now, well, the thing with uh, with photography and the whole skill aspect is, I mean, you, you're learning the mechanics of using the camera, but when it comes to just being able to see a good picture or take a good picture, sometimes that's just... That could be like a... An you can't practice skill. that. Yeah, you can't yeah. practice. That's not something you could practice. Uh, that's something you got to have. Innate skill. Yeah, that's yeah, that's something. It's it's like a, a, the seventh sense, you know? Uh, yeah. It's something you need to know. It's something that it's in you. Yeah. Right? To look at something and be like, oh, that would be dope, you know? Yeah. Because not everybody... like. I could so with a camera, I could look at it and be like, "Man, that's a great picture." Now, when it comes to fashion, look at me—a regular hoodie, pants. I just make sure it tries to match color-wise. You know, that's it. If if the colors, yeah, if the color matches, I'm fine. I'll roll with it. I have no fashion whatsoever. But that's again, that's people that have it. That's something in them. That's not something you could practice. I could try to practice fashion all day long, and I will not get it. I feel you. I People just, could wear a, a a mustard hat with a pink shirt and some I don't know orange shoes with jeans, and it'll come out cool. And I won't be able to put it off. Somebody's gonna hear this and try it. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a fashion girl or a guy out there and be like, 
Holy shit, why I never thought about those colors. And you know what? They might be able to pull it off. And if you could pull it off, please find me. I'll take that picture for free. <laughs> for free. I will bring you to the studio. Take that picture for free. Honest to God. But you'll know how to take that picture. But I'll know. Yes, I'll yeah. know how to take the picture. <laughs> I just won't know how to do the fashion style or, of it. Or I how, can't. how anybody ever did that. Correct. <laughs> it's like, man. So my wife has this niece. Mm-hmm. Her, she could pull off any style. Yeah. I don't care what you give her to wear, she will pull it off. You could mm. give her the most basic or most complicated style and she could pull it off. I can't, you know, but that's in her. She, you know, so same thing with photography. It has to be in you. You know, you yeah. could take a picture all day long and okay, that's cool. But here, check this angle out, you know, yeah. check the way I take it, you know. I feel you with the fashion sense. Like every day I'm just wearing, I got jeans on, it's jeans and a t-shirt and I wear this like all the time, I'm always dude. Wearing, like my <laughs> my sweat, my hoodie here represents me. That's it. Life Creation Studio. So yeah, so it started as Life Creation Studios is now Life Creations Photography, um, because okay the studio part. That's what's written on his shirt. For those wondering why I just said that, right? Yeah, <laughs> on my hoodie I have Life Creations um, Studio, but um, it's now Life Creations Photography. And uh, the reason why I changed it from studio to photography, because a lot of people were like, oh, what do you have? Like a music studio, like uh, art studio. So I'm like, damn, man, it's OK. No, I'm doing photography, guys. You know, you can see my pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I decided to um, change, change to from photography. And, and it's crazy because originally it was supposed to be photography. So I didn't I didn't even come up with this name. I did not come up with Life Creations Photography. This actually came from a buddy of mine, and shout out to him, Elvis. Um, He's, uh, I known him since high school. He's a barber, and he actually owns a business in Plainville. It's called Mahalo's. Um, I believe I'm saying it right. I hope, Elvis, if you're hearing me, I hope I'm saying it right, bro. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Um, But it's in Plainville. Okay. And um, what they do is nutritious shakes. So if you're in, if you're a healthy uh, person, go Google them, find them on Facebook, Instagram, Mahalo. They're right by J. Timothy. So if you go down the strip to J. Timothy's, they're gonna be on your right hand side. I think they're across from like the bowling alley or something like that. I wish I know their address exactly. I, um, I would have just said it. with that that part of Connecticut. But I'm sure they're yeah. Uh, Plainville AMC Theaters just head down towards uh, oh, J Timothy's, I I and then their shop is a very small shop is gonna be on the right hand side. Okay. Yeah. I'll check so if, out. if people are in the area, they're gonna know where it is, and they have amazing shakes, man. I've tried to create these shakes at home. I can't. Yeah. It's just a man. The other day, so I want to say like two days ago, I was in the mood for a shake, and I was like, "All right, man, I need to lose some weight. I gotta get back into this game, and let me go start my day off with a shake." I cannot finish the shake. I threw it out. It was nasty, nasty, mm. nasty. I cannot create a shake to save my life. Now, what kind of shake? Is it like milkshakes or is no, it like- no, no, like healthy shakes. So like oh, protein gotcha. shakes, um, like like those green green teas, you know, things mm. like that. It's all healthy, healthy stuff. Oh, that's awesome. I would, yeah, I'm definitely down to try those. Cause yeah, I, I love. Sometimes I get these like naked smoothie things. I don't know if that's like a shake. But uh, it could be because they have smoothies there too. Yeah, they, he has smoothies. He has um, teas. 
Um, he has a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. And it's just, it's all healthy, though. It's yeah. all healthy. And it tastes great. It tastes amazing, man. I can't create it at my house, man. Yeah. I, I just can't, man. So I just, and then the prices are not bad either. They're pretty cheap. And I think they just hit their one year. Oh, excuse me. Their one year anniversary, too. Okay. Yeah. So they've been there for a year. They've been standing strong during COVID as well. If I'm ever ever in the Playinville area, I'll be sure to check it out. I um, I hope he'll appreciate appreciate us talking about him for about. Oh no, definitely he will. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. So back to this photography stuff. Yeah, I had a question. Do, is do you ever like look at an object and like just in your head you're like, I want to take a picture of that. And yes, I know exactly been pl- how to do it. There's been plenty of times where I see something and it just links, you know. And there's sometimes where I see something. But I can't create it, and it gets me mad. You know, yeah. it's like I want this perfect picture, and mm-hmm. my wife be like, "But that does that looks perfect," and I'm like, "Yeah, it looks perfect in your eyes, but it but doesn't look it's perfect." It's not what I wanted. Yeah, it's not what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah, you know. And they were like, "Well, if you're picturing it, then just do it." I'm like, "Well, it was that the simple?" Camera's not, yeah, <laughs> it's the camera. Like, I was like, "Well, if it was that simple, I would have done it right now." But yeah. no, there is sometimes where I see an object and be like, "Boom, it clicks." Mm-hmm. It'd be like, oh, it should be this way, you know. It doesn't always happen that way, but when it happens, it's it's, it's great. It's Magical amazing. Moment. It's this amazing feeling mm-hmm. where all you have to do is take one picture and not a million ones, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you got that one gig? Have you got? I'm sure. I'm sure. You oh yeah, yeah. I got plenty. Of, so of, yeah. after that gig, I believe it or not, I was super hyped. I was super excited because I'm like, damn, I'm doing something I love as a hobby, you know, to get distracted from work. And now I'm getting paid for it. I was like, hold up. It was never um, intended for me to make money off of. You know, this was it was just intended for me to shut off that switch from work. Something right. to keep me entertained, something to keep me busy. And I fell in love with it. And then I'm like, hold up. I can make money off of this? Oh, and I'm, I'm money hungry, man. When it comes to money, oh, it, yeah. it, it, I feel like if you're broke, right now is because you want to there's so many ways to get money out there like i get it there's a pandemic going on right now mm-hmm. and it times are tough but yeah. where there's a will there's a way if you have a hustle mentality you can and will get it is that simple um but so after that gig um I started getting a couple of gigs here and there. Um, I started doing a lot of free shoots as well so I could build up a portfolio so I could have content to post on Instagram. And it's funny because I had a lot of content on my Instagram, on my first account. I had like 2,000 followers and my account got hacked. Oh, no. Everything got deleted. Everything. uh, The whole, whole, after, so once it got hacked, I'm mad that they didn't just keep it. Like, why hack an account and not do anything with it? They hacked the account, deleted every single picture, and then deleted the account. So once I recovered the account, because, you know, it tells you put in your password. and So there is a way to recover your, your account because yeah. I, I, I just happened to recover it before they could change the password on everything. But okay. once I got to it, everything was deleted. Everything was gone. That it sucks. was just, it was back to square one. And that taught me a valuable lesson. I'm glad it happened to me because that taught me to don't be stupid and back up your images. Put them in the cloud, put them yeah. on a USB drive. And I didn't do anything like that. I didn't have anything backed up. I didn't, all those pictures, all those memories, they're gone. 
It's like it never happened. I never saved them in the cloud. I never saved them in a USB or an SD card. I was like, hey, they're on social media. They're safe. You know, I'll see them forever. Yeah. No, all gone. So if you're listening, please back up everything on the cloud, on a USB drive, an external drive. Google does it like automatically now. If I take a picture of my phone, Google is just like, we got it. Correct. So that's what I have. Um, I download everything once. So I don't have it to where it downloads it automatically. I have it to once I download it, I pick and choose which ones I want to upload to the cloud. Because if not, I'll be uploading millions of pictures. Like, forget it. Oh, yeah, man. And not every picture I want to keep. I think it's crazy how well a picture can, like, encapsulate a memory. Correct. To the point where, like, yeah, somebody deletes the pictures from your Insta and you feel like you were so robbed. Many memories have yeah, just... you feel like you were robbed, even though you mm-hmm. already did it. You know, you experienced it. Yeah, but I but think a picture that. is able to look back on it. Like, oh man, that was pretty cool. Like, oh wow, you know, you could look yeah. back on a picture, but it's not I think be able we to take for granted sometimes. Yeah, you know, it could have been a moment that you had a bad day or it turned into a bad day, and then you look back at that picture, and be like, you know what, that wasn't such a bad day at all. You know, that was an amazing time, and I can't do that no more with those pictures. They're gone. Yeah, and I'm more and more, I'm more mad at the fact that he deleted. If he would have just hacked my account and kept it. And I couldn't gain access to it. I wouldn't even be mad because I could still see the pictures. Yeah, you know, I would have just screenshot every single picture, tat tat tat, mm-hmm. and I would have been fine. But the fact that he deleted them all, it was like a stab, like, mm, like here. Why would someone do that? Like, I don't what was, know. What's the? I don't know. And it's funny motive, because you know? I started, I started this new account, right? And I don't have that many followers. Um, Instagram, I think I have like a thousand and one hundred, maybe. But somebody tried to hack it again. This, the password this time was a little tougher. And mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. But I got a notification on my phone and I noticed it right away. And I was like, whoa, that is not me. I am <laughs> not trying to log in from Africa or Australia or wherever you're saying. Nope, that is not me. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't get it. But I guess they hack accounts and sell them. Sell just to be deleted. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I whoever did this account, he whoever hacked it, just maybe was a beginner, you know. You would think whoever got the account would want to at least try to like monetize it. Or something. Correct, you know. Like, I mean, it's, obviously, mine's wasn't monetized with only two thousand followers, but but I mean, that's a start. Correct, you know. It's a having huge no start. pictures, like you're starting from square one. Why would you, why would you need to hack an account? You could just make your own account. Correct. I, I don't know? understand that. Um, you know. To each his own lesson learned. I'm glad it happened yeah. at the end of the day because you got experience. It, it, it from got it. it I, yep, I got an experience from it, and I'm like, holy shit! Now I know what it what people feel like when they get hacked. Yeah, it's it's a scary <laughs> it feeling. Sucks. Man. It sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then, um, I picked up um, a lot of free shoots, built my portfolio, and then I upgraded my camera. So mm-hmm. I started with an Icon, and then I went to full frame with a Sony A7 II, for those who know that what that is. So um, I continue shooting. I continue get, getting paid. You know, I keep continuing to grow my art. And um, finally, I decided I was turning down too many gigs 
for indoor photography. I'm like, well, I don't have a studio. I can't take a picture. I'm sorry. I'm not your photographer. And to me, that hurts. Turning oh, yeah. the, I'm turning money away. You know, yeah. that's the way I see it. Telling somebody, no, I can't take your picture is saying, nope, I don't want your money. And <laughs> I am money hungry, man. Send me that money. S- send it my way. It'd be like so, going to Burger King and they're like, I want to, I want a cheeseburger with no, no, no ketchup on it. And they're like, oh, we can't do that. We have to put ketchup. On yeah, it. yeah. 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 Or else we can't yeah, sell it yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, you know, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> so, um, I, after talking to my wife, um, she was like, well, why don't you get a place? And I was like, you know what? Let me see what I can find. Let me see what's out there. Mm. I kid you no lie, I looked at over 20 different places like to rent out, uh, but everything was so expensive. It's $1,000 for rent, $1,500, $500 for a little place. And I'm like, man, mm. this, is, this is crazy. And I'm a very frugal person. I don't like spending. I don't like living beyond my means. So I told myself, if something bad happens, and this was before the pandemic, I want to make sure that I could still pay my rent with my regular job if something bad does happen, you know? Right. Like, I always like to think ahead and be prepared, you know? And Which I guess, smart. yeah, and I guess my job taught me that too, you know, being yeah. a correction officer, always be prepared. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's lurking around the corner. Yeah. And um, so I told myself, okay, I got to find a place that's not too small, not too big, something that's perfect. And something that if it goes south, I could still pay the rent because I'm going to go into a year lease. You know, I don't want to break that lease. I don't want to go to court and deal with all of that because my business failed. Mm-hmm. Did so, you ever think about turning your the place you live into a studio? Not enough room. Man. My wife would kill me if I turned the living room into a studio. Yeah. I, I don't know if she would kill me. She'd probably be supportive, to be honest with you. I don't know. But, um, like, but having having strangers coming into your house, uh, knowing yeah. what you have, is I don't know, man. Is it's it, maybe maybe if I had like a back door that goes into like a specific room, I would do it, you know, uh-huh. or I don't know where it's secluded or a basement or something. But I don't. I just don't have the space. I'm. A, I live in an apartment. Yeah. Um. Some I've seen some YouTubers and. They do have a studio in their own place, you know, and they feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I couldn't, I just don't have the space for it. So um, I kept on looking. So I found this guy that he had multiple properties and he showed me one that I went to go check out. And it's in Southington underneath Webster Bank, right in downtown across the street from the post office. I don't know how better I could describe that. <laughs> so I go in there and well, for the people that are from that area anyways, you know? Yeah. So I go down there and I look at this place and I'm like, it's not bad. I'm like, the rent is all right. And he was like, well, I got more things to show you. I'm like, okay, so we'll go back. He takes me to like two different other places. And I'm like, nah, this ain't going to cut it, man. You want too much money for this. This ain't worth it. Mm -hmm. And then another place that he showed me, it wasn't, the rent wasn't bad, but this place was too small. It was separated like in bedrooms type of sizes, but smaller. And I'm like, nah, man, this ain't going to cut it. I was like, let's go back to um, that other place. So we went back to to that basement 
underneath Western Bank, and he showed me the space, and I'm there in the space, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home, sit on this, and think about it. He was like, all right, no problem. So he closes the door, whatever. We're leaving. As we're leaving, I notice that there's more doors, and I'm like, hey, what's behind here? He was like, oh, that's other places. That's other um, areas that I'm going to rent out, but they're not ready yet. And I was like, well, can I take a look? He was like, yeah, you can take a look. But he was like, it's a mess in there. Uh, you're not going to like it. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be a waste of your time. And I was like, that's all right. You know, I, <laughs> we, I was like, I've looked at 20 other different areas. And he was like, all right. If you, he, he was like, so. all right, man, if you insist. At this point, I knew he just had enough because I wasn't going to take no other place. I really right. wasn't. And he knew that. So he didn't really want to show me the the other place. But anyways, as he, he was a great guy, though. He Very, mm-hmm. very nice guy. Um, so I can't complain about that. So as he's showing me this area, I'm like, yo, this is pretty dope. And in his yeah. mind is he ain't going to take it because it's completely dirty. It's uh, completely a mess. Right. But in my eyes, I'm not seeing the mess. I'm seeing everything I could, could create. With the, the mess. The, the, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the potential that this place has. You know, right. this, And it's small but perfect because it, it's small but long. And that's what I need. I needed a long space because I don't need something wide, you know? I I need something long because you're going to be at one end, I'm going to be at the other end, and I'm going to be taking a picture of you. I need to set up my my lights that way. Mm -hmm. And um, as he's showing me this, he's like, nah, man, you're not going to like this. And I'm like, nah, it's all right. Let me just take a look. And in my head, I'm like, ching, ching. Oh, yeah, (laughs) buddy, I got this. And believe it or not, the original old vault for webster bank is is there so i have their old vault really yeah like their old original vault where where you actually have to turn the knobs and then pull like those teeth you have the the code it doesn't work it It doesn't doesn't work no it doesn't work i wish it did though that (laughs) would have you ever opened it yeah it's mine i i rent there so i ended up renting that space oh okay i was wondering if there's like still money in there nah (laughs) nah I, i wish so yeah I don't know who rented it before, but it's very echoey in there. So what they did was they threw a whole bunch of carpets in the wall. They created a frame, a wooden frame, and they just started hammering um, and drilling carpets into this place. Anyways, that's a story for another place, another time. That that story is uh, unique. Yeah. Let's just keep it that way. All but right. anyways, let's let's try to keep this short. Um, I tell the guy, hey, listen, uh, in my eyes, I want this. In my mind, I want it. Mm-hmm. But I want it for the right price, for the right terms, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let him know that. So I'm like, eh, you know, let me go think about it. And I was like, how much is the rent here? He was like, well, it's going to be this amount. And I'm like, all right, you know. And I was like, what do you want? He was like, I want first month rent. On the, uh, first, he goes, no. He wanted two deposits and the rent. So... I go home and I'm like, man, that's a lot of money, though, because I have to put in a lot of work to that place. When I tell you I have to put a lot of work to this place, I got to put a lot of work into this place. All right. So I go back to the guy the next day and I was like, hey, let's go meet up at the place. And he was like, all right, cool. So we meet up at the place and I was like, listen, this is the deal. If You could agree to this. I was like, I'm not trying to bully you here, but Mm -hmm. this is the only way this makes sense for me to 
get this place. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Right. And he was like, yeah, there is. I was like, good. I'm glad you could agree to it. I'm not giving you two deposits. Um, it's just, no, there's no way. One of those deposits. It's going to look way better. Yeah, once I'm it. done, this place is going to look amazing. You'll be able to raise the rent up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not even going to ask you to put in money to fix this place. I was like, all I'm going to ask for you is one deposit and one month rent. You know, and he the first month rent and one deposit. And he was like, fine, let's do it. And at that moment when he said, fine, let's do it. He said it so fast. I was so mad because I could have been like, <laughs> damn, man, I could have negotiated the price on the studio, man. I could have had a lower rent. <laughs> but and then I got the I got the keys at the end of February, mm-hmm. right when COVID hit. Oh, no. Yup. So I soon, so I had a whole bunch of people lined up for March. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave everybody the deposit back. I didn't have to give it the deposits back. I could have kept them all, you know. But I think that's bad business. Um, yeah. That's not something they could have controlled, you know. Right. Um, so I gave everybody their deposits back and said, you know, I understand what's going on. This is not your fault. And COVID just crushed me. Like it was, it crushed me completely. All the business was gone. I just had an empty space, man. But I met photographers and other people. We created content. You know, everything was free. Everything was coming out of my pocket, though. But if you could remember at the beginning of this, I said that I'm very frugal. I don't live beyond my means. And I make sure that if something bad happened, I could still cover it with my full time job. Right. So that's exactly what was happening. From March to, I want to say August, I was paying out of pocket. Everything was coming out of my full-time job, you know, just so I could stay above float. Um, it was really tough, but I managed to do my best and, and keep it going. The beautiful thing about photography is that you meet other people and you're going to meet people that hate on you. You're going to meet other photographers that don't want to share stuff with you, but you're going to meet those, you know, and that's all, that's like maybe two out of 10, you know, that they don't want to share what, what they've learned, what they got. But then you meet those eight out of 10 where it's like, Hey man, let's do this together. Let's create this. So the first photographer I met, he helped me clean out the studio. He helped me tear things down. He helped me paint. He helped me did everything. He brought in his own light sets so I didn't have to purchase new light sets. He was like, don't worry, leave them here. He was like, I got you. I used to have a studio. Um, and I was like, all right, man, cool. He was. I was like, listen, you're doing all of this for me. Come use the studio anytime you want. Feel free. Um, this is a major help that you're doing something for me and you don't have to do it. Thank you. You know, so he yeah. comes in there whenever he wants. Um, I don't charge him for anything like that. And then so fast forward. Here comes August. My business starts picking up. Rent starts paying for itself. I'm starting to make money. Um, I start making business card and I walk to like um, a stopping shop and I'll put, put it in people's um, windows like by their door. Yeah. And um, business card for you, business card for you, business card for you, business card for you. You know, I just I'm walking and passing them, you know, (laughs) and luckily, you know, I from from August till now is is 
it picked up overnight and it's been busy. You know, COVID started to slow down and people yeah. started going out. And who knows how strong or powerful this COVID thing is. You know, I don't want to get into it. You know, well, it's not about that. <laughs> yeah. But everybody has their own opinion on it. You know, maybe the media hyped it up a little bit too much. You know, maybe it was all to get Donald Trump out of the White House. You know, everybody yeah, has their everyone, own thing. Yeah. You know, so the media right is now on. telling us, I think, the COVID is tripled in cases in the past month when you had to give all those people the deposits back you, you still had to pay rent oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bills never stop man no nope, you know yeah everybody still wants their money you know yeah i'm pretty sure you still had to pay your rent everybody yep. has to pay their rent yeah um so they yeah, there was that, that thing Lamont put where he extended it that you didn't have to pay right there and there. But when that was over, you had to still pay your rent. So it was either you pay it now or you pay it later. And yeah. if you paid it later, you're just going to have to put a big chunk. And mm. if you didn't put money to the side, you're not going to come up with a big chunk. Yeah. So I just kept on paying it every month, did the best I could. And I was never late with a payment, never shorted him, never asked him for a break, you know. When my lease is up next year, um, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to say, hey, I don't want to do a year lease. I want to do a month to month. Uh, let's play this out by year, see what happens. Yeah. Um, before we do finish this podcast, I do want to say to you, if um, anybody out there is listening and has a small business or is planning to start a small business, you know, don't let COVID stop you. Don't let anything stop you. Where there's a will, there's a way. If you have a hustle mentality, you will make it. Now, if you're thinking about doing a business and you don't have that hustle mentality and you don't know how you're going to start it, just don't. I'm sorry to say it. This is not for you. Go get a nine to five. Work your nine to five, your 40 hours a week and be happy with your paycheck. You're not happy with your paycheck. Find another job. You hate your job. Find another job. It's not yeah. simple, but it's possible. You know, I'm a I'm a person that's had. If I tell you how many how many jobs I've had, you wouldn't believe it, man. Yeah. You name it, I've done it. From construction to siding, from roofing, power washing, selling cars, selling cell phones, yeah. uh, machining. You man, you name. I've done it. You know, cleaning mm -hmm. toilets. Yeah, I've cleaned toilet. I do what I gotta do, man, mm -hmm. to make it happen. And when I see people out there um, that don't want to work and say, oh, I'm broke and things like that, I don't feel sorry for them, you know, because sorry to say it, it's on you to make it happen. Nobody's going to give you a handout, you know. This mm -hmm. world ain't full of roses. But if you have that mentality of I want to make it happen, you will make it happen. It's kind of it's just kind of a collective agreement that everyone chips in to society and they get and for that they get to coexist in it like correct that's just that's our agreement you do your part you get what you're supposed to yeah, get yeah yeah you do your part you get your reward yeah you know what i mean it's not gonna be handed to you you gotta work for it if you want something you gotta work you gotta put in the work man mm -hmm. and the way i see it is i could be putting the work into a nine to five you know you're putting a work in nine to five right now you know you have a job right yeah well it's more like six to two. Yeah. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you night. know, the point is that you have a job and you put it in work to make somebody else rich. So why yeah. not put in that same work to make it happen for yourself? So if mm -hmm. as long as you have that mentality, man, 
you could go far, man. You can make it anywhere. Yeah. And that, yeah, it goes for, are you talking to me? Or anyone, anyone, anyone. <laughs> you, you know, you or whoever's listening, if you want it, man, you can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, but that is important to, to have, to have the passion to, or at least maybe not the passion, a positive mindset, positive man. mindset. You have to, a plan, this, the starting plan. You said something about Forget, that. If, even if, if you, you don't, don't have, have a plan, even mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan, as long as you have that mindset, that mm-hmm. mentality, hustle, you know, mm-hmm. you will you make it happen. It you, you'll make it, you, you'll make it work on your, you know, on your way. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan when I first started photography. I just started shooting. Yeah. And then everything just started lining up because why? I'm a hustler. I make it happen. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to make sure that, you know, maybe I won't be the best out of the best. You know, I don't have to be the best out of the best. I don't have to be at the top stop, at the top step. I don't have to be recognized as the best photographer. But what I do need to recognize myself is that my bank account is okay. You know, <laughs> it's all about. I don't need the I, correct. I don't need the title. I don't need to be recognized. But at the same time, the more you're doing this, the more you're getting better. Correct, at it. and, and, and the more people. Important. Correct, the, the more people. But what I'm trying to say is, even for a business out there that is not for like recognized, maybe it's just like a a regular grocery store. You know, you don't need to be recognized. You just got to make it happen. You know, mm-hmm. a window cleaning company, just make it happen. You know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be famous. You just have to be willing to put in the work. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been Life as a Story. My name is Taylor. My name is Lewis. You can follow me on Instagram on Life Creations Photography. You can also find my Facebook page, um, Life Creations Photography. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at the number one, Life is a Story. All one word. Uh, and you can also, you know... Listen to my other episodes wherever I post these. Spotify, SoundCloud, probably. Uh, I still haven't posted them yet. So, uh, And thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next time.